What up, though? This is Pop Culture 223, a podcast where we talk about firearms, the Second Amendment, gear, and the culture. Get it popping with us on this journey. Let's go. Everybody, it's once again we're back in the studio with the Pop Culture Two Two Three Podcast. We in the studio again, doing a wrap up. Um, it's the end of the year coming up uh, to get it in. The uh, new year is upon us, man. Twenty twenty four. So uh, we doing a little recap. We also gonna talk about some other topics. Um, like this is not my full year of doing the podcast. I think this is. I think we about what five, six months in, seven months Shit. in. No, you about a year. No, nah, dude. Mm-hmm. Huh? You about a year. I, I had to go back to the to the first episode I dropped mm-hmm. to see what it what it is. I think it's been about a year, damn near. Okay. Yeah. But you know, we got ba- we got bears on the ones and twos. Then I also got the big homie in here. He about to start talking shit on the toilet. Say some authentic Dre podcast. Niggas not on the toilet, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> niggas at home recovering from this whatever virus going around, but a nigga is not on the toilet. <laughs> Say not yet, huh? I hear an echo back there, so it could be like, you know, that, that porcelain banging off. You talking from that porcelain. <laughs> this nigga is speaking from experience. <laughs> what up, though, Dre? I'm glad I can have you on, man. I'm glad that we can, you know, the, the production... Deuce Coop Productions, we got you on the Bluetooth. That's just the, you know, the technology. I'm glad you can be here with yes, us sir. today, man. With, I thought you were going to be in, in person. With the call in. With the call in. So you can just, the limitations of what we can do is, is endless. So I'm glad you're on here today, man. So got a couple questions for you. Well, we're just going to be talking, kicking it. What you think about uh, the Lions last night? I mean, shit, they get robbed every time they go to Dallas. So why are you surprised? Right. And and my and I, I was sitting there wondering last night too, like, dog, why are we always going to Dallas? Like, why Dallas ain't never coming to us? Nigga, the last time they were here, I think it was. Was it that playoffs in '91? No, last time Dallas came here, I think it was like three years ago. Mm. I don't yeah, see. I don't, I don't even remember that because we always there. It just seemed like we always there. Well, yeah, but I think it was about three years ago Did one before that was when Calvin went off with Dez Bryant was talking right, all that shit. Right, right. Well, right. yeah, I you know, I don't keep up with it. I, I thought the Lions did pretty good. Just com- Technically, they probably won the game, right? I, you know, some mishaps here and there, like Dallas turned the ball over twice. Mm-hmm. They like, both did. They both did, but you know what I'm saying? We could have capitalized, but I was just impressed that the way that we play and how we just competing, competing, competing. Yeah. Everybody said, well, why they didn't kick the field? I was going with the field goal at first to see what, you know, what the coin toss going to be in the second half. I mean, in the right. overtime to see what we could have done. But uh, what's my man? Lamb? Lame? Uh, the receiver. Oh, yeah, Lamb. He was killing us. Yeah. He was torching yeah. us. So I'm just like, I don't know. So, and, But you know what, though? And I was, I, was, I was halfway cool with that because – he was the only one torching us. Brandon Cooks had, you know, Cooks had a couple of plays and he had the touchdown, but for the most part, they kept everybody well, he was else. Cooking in us check. like 50, 60. Like you yeah. couldn't tackle no. a little slant, he no. gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go back to the play that started it all. 
where Derek Barnes' ass had a clear shot <laughs> on clear, that. Clear shot on hey, that. Time out, time some out. old WWE shoulder <laughs> to this Bro, nigga. I text my homeboy. I said, I can't stand 55. Like, if you go back <laughs> through some of the highlights, his highlights, he, he didn't whiff a lot of tackles. Hell, yeah. Like, bro, that two points. First of all, if he tackled him in the end zone, that's a save. That's, that's two points. That's two we points. win the game. Yep. We win the game. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I'm just hey, like. And also, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't even score that touchdown to CeeDee Lamb through or that he caught. Exactly. So no. he won the game. No, it's, it's it's crazy, man. Hey, but the two people I do love, them two white boys, Hutchinson man. and that and that tight end, Laporta, man, Laporta and Hutchinson. No, hey, I, look, cause I just look, I just seen a clip, Dre. I just seen a clip on IG on the Lions page that I thought was Laporta, cause I seen the seven, but it was actually Hutch. I don't know if you seen it on the gram. Did this dude like in warmups yesterday? Like a ball was thrown his way, but it was so high up. He jumped and like literally one hand grabbed that boy in the air, turned and went upfield like a, like a tight end or a receiver. And I'm like, dang, Laporta, a bad boy. Then I looked at it again. I'm like, dog, that's 97. That's Hutch. That nigga cut his hair, man. He got more aerodynamic, man. Hey, nah, bro. <laughs> I think, right. I, you ain't I, seen I, that nigga cut his hair? Nah. Yeah, he took his helmet off. Yeah, I, I, I peeped. He cut his shit. Yeah. So I was talking. Yeah. I was telling. I was telling Bear. I said that dude been hanging out with black boys. Right. You know. You know he been hanging out with black boys at U of M because he can dance. He got some rhythm. You know what I'm saying? And he a monster yeah. out there. He out there. He that out nigga. there. Monstering the people. That nigga's probably fucking black girls and everything, dude. Let's <laughs> be real about that shit. Hey, we got Dre from the podcast on here, so <laughs> right the views and the opinions of, of Dre. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know how we do Don't our do show, that. Dre. This is why I called you from the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but check this out. Check this out. So you know we recapping some of the uh, my uh, guests we had on, um, and I wanted to add here as a whole, year in the whole. Uh, what were some of your favorites, or some ones that you know you really got into that you liked, or whatever, Bear? Um, so you know, every time Jeff comes, it's always fun. Um, but you know, I was really liking when Rhett came with the Precision Game in you know, the last episode. Um, I don't feel like I asked him a lot of. I feel like I asked him good questions, but I don't feel like I asked him like. I felt like I left a lot on the table some questions. Cause I'm just like, but see, damn, I, think, but I, I should have asked him this. See, damn, I should have asked see, him that. See, that. that always happened when we do shows. But also, man, it's like, you know, that's a, that's something new that, like, everybody can get into. So you always going to kind of feel that way. You know, maybe we have him come back and then ask him some more. But I actually did like, um, I don't know if this is one of somebody's favorites or least favorites. I liked when we had Jay on and, you know, was able to tell her a story about her, about her, about her sister and all that. Because I think it... I think it helped bring awareness to, you know, the whole trafficking game and things like that and helped, uh, you know, kind of quell that stuff and let people know to be on the lookout for certain things. Because, like, like, I tell people, I think we was talking to Rob. I don't know who I was talking to, but I was talking to somebody and was telling them about how, you know, it's certain hot spots here that's, like, big for uh, trafficking and, like, to watch out. Like, like nigga, they, I don't know if it's still like that, but that that uh, that uh uh Walmart or seven mile in, uh, 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 what is that, Dre? Seven mile in Middle Belt? Yeah. Dog, they say that's a hot spot. You got your kids, hide your kids, hide your wife, dog. Keep keep that thing on your hand. Yeah, uh, um, they you say know they what? be watching in there. I'm I'm glad you brought it up. I'm um, she got a little, she got up. I ain't gonna say little. She she do some podcasts and stuff. Um, I caught her doing a couple podcasts from her from her um production place. I seen that, yeah. Um, so I, like I said, shout outs to her. She was doing good. She she even like saying. 
uh, paving the way for a lot of entrepreneurs, especially women in the game. She mm-hmm. was doing major, but that was a like a deep story. That's why I wanted to have her on here mm-hmm. um, to tell that story about her daughter. I mean, her sister being abducted, um, and then you know it just even with that and like uh, domestic violence situations. You know what I'm saying? It was like you just. People, please call and check on folks. Sometimes you just got to be nosy. Be too nosy sometimes just to see how people are doing and see what the situation is. Especially read your keys. If you feel like something ain't right, it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, hey, And that applied to the fellas, too. You never know because, look, something go too crazy. He ain't heard from nobody in a minute. Dre hit me up in a minute. You good, dog? <laughs> yeah, like, right. nigga, where you at? Right. <laughs> Right, you be kind of quiet in the text chat or something, dog. What's wrong with you? You all right? But, send, a, send a smoke signal or something. <laughs> but Dre, what, how do you think my podcast game been been, been growing? Because I know you had told me right off a of rip, man. So once you get comfortable, man, you're gonna be all right. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Since you know, like I said before, once you, I think it probably took me about five episodes before it just all come natural. So yeah, you, you know, you the flow is natural now. You know, now you can just. Well, you ain't at that point yet, but you almost there. Well, you can like literally just walk in the door, hit the button, and go. You know what I'm saying? It's like hit the button and go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like I didn't got to the point where say, I'm almost two years in, so you on the right track. I can go in that motherfucker cold. Hit the right. button. Right. Let's go. You know let's what I'm saying? Go, so, let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And 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 KJ getting you getting there because it's it's a lot of. I can tell with the prep that you do, with like your questions and stuff, that like a lot of it, I can tell once we get in the flow of stuff with certain people, you just kind of going off top. Now you do go back to your yeah your scripted ones that you definitely wanted to ask, but we get in the flow of a conversation and then it you know it kind of rolls and then like questions pop. I can see like questions pop up in your head and then you hey, well what about this or you know that's a good question. Let me blah 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 you know go out. Yeah, so. and and then that's why I probably had uh uh, uh Randy Wimberly on mm-hmm. at the first guest. Cause he was a, he a vet in this, but he doesn't do it anymore as far as what channel two or four, whatever you were to, yeah. Um, he shut out the Wembley, yeah. Right. So he he's doing some other things, uh, but that's why I had him on because of that. Cause I was like, okay, he can talk and keep talking. That you know he can pick up slack where I, I left off mm-hmm. or my first. You know what I'm saying? I want somebody mm-hmm. with energy talking that know the game and probably can pick up where like you and him could pick up like okay right. he ain't asked Kevin ain't asked no questions woo, woo, woo. let me you know jump in and talk right. talk talk so that's why I had him on um I don't know I think all of them was you know somewhat my favorites uh just because I thought they were interesting stories from my homeboy uh go be great on purpose yeah to uh Rhett uh like every time Jeff come on here we talk about firearms gun we just kick it uh the, the wealth of knowledge that he has is mm-hmm. solid and it's like, oh, getting, Jeff. yeah, <laughs> right. And getting people in the community to talk about what they're doing and you know, what's going on, because, like, you know, we are part of the community. We come from the neighborhood. So, you know, what I'm saying just to have them people talk and like share their stories with us and um, and with the audience. It, it was cool. And then we can help educate people about certain things. Um, so, like I said, that was uh, I like kind of like all of them. But, you know, like oh, I, yeah. said, I was just getting my feet wet. So. 2024, yeah, we're we going to step it up. What'd you say? Dre? I want to give you credit, too, because, you know, I took, because I know I'm about to start doing, like, more interviews going into next year. So I kind of pay attention to how you do conduct your interviews, but you kind of help me on what I need to do. So I give you props for that. Shit, I... And my preparation for interviews and stuff like that. Hey, 
Hey, you know, but see, and then my homeboy said, "Man, stop using interviews interviews as a crutch." And he was meaning like, "Look, you and you and Beck get on there and talk that shit, or you know, talk, you know, get we can have great conversations." And some people was like, "Man, shit, I just like to hear you and Bear talk." And then you know, like you said, Dre, you can just hit the button and go. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I ain't had a mic in my face, we'd be sitting here talking shit for hours. Talk shit anyway. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. I'm like, shit, I need to be like Drake. Just go on that boy and get to kicking it and get to going. You know what I'm saying? Just have real barbershop, uh, you know, black folks conversations. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, kudos to that for showing me yeah, that. And though, that right? comes with, like I said, once you, because like I said, I tell people, people who listen to my podcast, like, if you listen to the first episode, it was all just, getting the nerves and stuff out because right. everybody wanted to do it till that mic turn on and you like oh shit right. i really got to say something so right. after a couple episodes shit it's like fuck it let's go hey. drinks hey. help too but you know <laughs> text you boy dub I, I know you just seen that in that text Dre. <laughs> oh no i ain't paying attention yeah. man i ain't, ain't looked down on my phone i'm just keeping it steady just keeping it steady keeping it steady at right the toilet right yeah. Hey, play like, Call of Duty at the same time. Man. Since y'all talking about guns and shit, I figured I should play. So the way I play Call of Duty while while on the uh on the podcast. On, on the podcast. The only place you can play Call of Duty and be on the Pop Culture Two to Three podcast is right here, right now, right? Right. Because the truth be told, if we was in, if we was uh all here, shoot, somebody could have brought a system and hooked it up to the TV. Hey, we need, right. we need to figure out how to all we can stream and talk junk right. on the game at right. the same time. Yeah, man, that, that's that's what's up, man. Yeah, man, I got I'm gonna get with you on that later on too, man, because I started to can't. You know, it's been so long since I played. I finally downloaded it last night because uh, PlayStation got a. Listen, uh, let got me tell sale. you about this campaign right quick. I played a campaign. I didn't even play the campaign. Listen, it's a situation on there where they take over a soccer stadium, mm. and they in there clapping everybody. Mm. It's to the point like. I want to fast forward through this because I can't. This is too much. Dang. And they're clapping, folks, bro. In the new one in three? In the call to do. Uh, yeah, the new yeah, one. Yeah, campaign. New, yeah. Dang. They yeah, had, I got to check that t- out. They took over a soccer uh, stadium. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're they going to blow it up. Right. But they in there clapping, folks. Damn. Yeah, dog. I can't wait to get so to that. So you one, in man. there, yeah, like you yeah, moving, they yeah. talking. Every time yeah. you hit if you hit a civilian, you gotta start over. Ooh, so it's like for real. Man, it, it, it's to the point like, man, did I, am I really watching this? Dawes, you know what though? And that's they clapping them, they throwing them on the ground, hitting them with the boo doo doo doo. Yeah, but you know, and, and they, they, I, I heard that they didn't took Call of Duty to a whole new level too, because I ain't played it since like Modern Warfare Two, and I know it's been a few that came out since then. But yeah, dog, it's it's been kind of. But see, I'm mainly playing the campaign too, which I always do when I ain't played it in a while, just to get back to used to the controls. You know, what I'm saying because I try, <laughs> dog, when Modern Warfare Two came out. No, I tried that and just to jump right online, man. When I when I tell you my my kill death ratio, you know, and again, just full caveat in anybody case anybody not really paying attention, we playing a game, so you know, talking about kill death ratio, but it was so terrible. I was getting clapped left and right, left and right, left and right before I even got one kill because again, I hadn't been used to the controls and how they do it, and I'm glad I did that because they changed the controls and how you do stuff so much now. You know, yeah, you can change it, but I kind of like to see how you know it regularly is. Man, because I, I got yeah, that new control, or that controller set up. This update is yeah, just so, gotta go this way. So my settings are just my settings are uh, just be in there. So I don't really mm-hmm. worry about it. I don't really worry about it. Yeah, man, because I, I gotta well, go online. You're a professional, you know. You ain't really worried about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, let me. Hey, did y'all see that in the news the other day about that good Samaritan that got shot in the neck? They got shot yeah. twice. Yeah, he got shot in the, in the uh, basically in the face. 
and a cheek in the ear. Did you see that, Dre? No, I don't watch the news, man. It's too depressing. So Westland resident <laughs> Antonio Williams, Antonio Williams survived two gunshots to the head trying to be a good Samaritan. He learned a valuable lesson along with helping his, you know, so he was out there trying to, so basically it was a car crash. So he was getting gas. He rolled up on a car crash. As soon in as he Garden got, City. In Garden City. So when he got to the car crash, the dude jumped out that was in the car crash up in front of him, jumped out with the, with, the, with the hammer and started busting at people. And he got hit. So he got hit in the neck once, um, and then he ran into the gas station. So the dude with the gun, he go running after another person in, in the um, gas station. In another car. In, in another car. Lot. Start banging on her door. Start. Sh- I want to say he was start. He, 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 pop, he popped a couple off in her and car. She got a car. I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. So I'm thinking to myself, like, was this dude on some dog food? Like, was right. he on? What was he? Molly? Was he yeah, popping? I, something? I don't know what the hell was going on, dog. Because at first, I'm like, damn, what the hell? And like you said, then when he went to the back to the gas station and tried to go after my man, so I. The last one you sent me, I actually listened to the audio. Apparently, now I don't know how true this is when they say this. It could have been, but it you know, could have just been somebody's thought process, especially in that moment. They see my man's gun jammed, and that's what allowed my man to run out. Mm-hmm. It could have been, but it could have been just in the moment because he get, he didn't fire again. My man assumed it. I don't know. We weren't there. He had that. But, uh, what do you think he had on? What do you think gun he had on at a jam? I don't know. That's a good question, man. Because what's funny is because the, the video's so grainy, it looked like a Glock, but it also looked like an M&P. So, I mean, I don't... It looked like he had that first-gen M&P that, with that two-tone... That's what, what I'm that. saying. I, I, like, I couldn't tell, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, man. It, what you, you think he, about he that, could have had an XD. <laughs> what you think about that? I mean, Being a good me, Samaritan yeah. in that situation happened. And this, this, this climate shit, they don't even pay to be a good Samaritan. Most people die now. People that are stepping into something and got nothing to do with them end up getting killed. Right. You hear about that shit, and I I hate to say it, but at the end of the day, they don't pay to be a good Samaritan no more. Because you're more likely to get if you see a dude and chick fighting, you step in, you die. Right. They make up and still together, but right. you step in because of they they toxic drama. Right. It's not worth it no more. Well, I posted it. I posted it on the gram, Instagram, just a conversation, and a lot of people were saying the same things. Like, man, you know, I wouldn't stop, or I'm aware, I'll just keep going. And one dude was like, "Well, you had a situation with him and his partner." He said, "I guess he said his partner." So I'm like, "It's two of them. They they helped somebody. You know, what I'm saying, uh, got in a car accident. They were bleeding out, so they did all the like, you know, first aid, medical kit, and then they passed it off to the state patrol people that took over. So I'm like, okay, y'all was in two, two tandems. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they're like me and Bear out there situation. We going somewhere in a car accident, pop out. You know what I'm saying? And then we 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 engage or we help out the people. Um, so like I get that. You know what I'm saying? You with you, but if you by yourself, it's dark. And that situation happened because he was like, well, what if it was my wife? What if it was my sister? What if it was this? So he, it was the what if. But right. now you're thinking to yourself, ain't no more what if. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to call 911 from the mm-hmm. corner, and then I'm going to see how it go. And I think, it, I think it's situational too, man, because I remember – it's funny. I, I don't know why I just now remember this after us even having these previous conversations. I, was, I remember one, one day I was on my way to the golf course. It was an early, like, Sunday morning. I, oh, Tiger Woods ass, hey, man. Hey, man, you know how I get down, man. You know, I mean, I, I ain't no good, but, you know. <laughs> right, four. I mean, I'm better now than I was then, but, you know. Two. You like two. <laughs> right. Strike. <laughs> right. But, but, but I literally just left the crib, and because it was early, you know, wasn't too many people out. 
But I seen this dude coming up. Um, I think it was Shaper, and he like he was like in old school like Cutlass or something like that. And dude was just mad. No, actually, I take it back. He was on Outer Drive first. He was behind me, and he was mashing up Outer Drive. I mean, he was mashing up Outer Drive. Then he t- made this hard ass you know turn on uh on Shaper, and I, I was going the same way. So I turned and I'm like, man, I'm looking like man the way he driving, man. He gonna he gonna be lucky if he don't hit something. Sure as shit, I get to Eight Mile in Coolidge, and he done hit somebody, and like I can't remember if it was his car or the other car. They was kind of like on the on the north side, so it was technically in Oak Park, and one of the cars was on fire, and Dog had gotten out because by that time it was like two other cars that actually stopped. So I got out, you know, good Samaritan dude, like dang, you know what, this kind of messed up. It's no telling who all involved. So I get out, and I look up, and my man laying on the ground. But I can see he got a holster on him, but ain't no pistol in there. So I'm like, okay, I can hear the sirens and they coming, but it's a bunch of people extra than pulled up because of the fire. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let me go and get up out of here. Police are on their way. I can hear them before everybody else. Because just in case my man is gun on the ground and he tripping and starts shooting or something, because again, I can see the holster but I don't see no pistol. And I I was strapped at the time, but again, I wasn't as, as far advanced trained as I am now, you know, since they even assess it, but it was just like, oh, wait a minute, where the pistol at? Or is it in the car or, you know, and the way my man was kind of acting on the ground, I'm like, yeah, let me go ahead and get up out of here. It's time for me to bounce, you know? And plus, it was already a bunch of people there the whole nine. Hey, I, I call that, that's the hood spidey senses. Dog, for real. <laughs> for, that's that's for real. the hood. hood spider senses. That's some spidey senses. Think about for it, real. man. And, and it's not the, like, Dre, you, where you grew up from, Dre? Where you come up at? Finkel uh, and Greenfield. See, I'm from Brightmo, too. I'm from Schoolcraft. <laughs> um, I'm on Finkel. I'm right on Bramwell. So we already know, pulling up to a situation, you know, do jump out what that mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, keeping mm-hmm. your distance is important. Like, some of the stuff, you ain't even got to be, tat- you know, I ain't going to say trained, but just be aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. And if somebody come out, he looking, you know, whatever, you can't just run up. You got to right. assess it. You got to assess that, yeah. You got to assess that that situation. Now, you know, people, I guess his first Good Samaritan idea was to run up, help out. Um, like I said, he, now people are gonna be, you know, seeing that you may second guess yourself. So, you know, a lot of people in the in the IG feed was just like, you know, I ain't gonna never second guess. I'm just gonna jump out and do what I gotta do. But mind you, everybody in that feed is strapped, right, right, trained, and be like, okay, if right. it comes to a situation, if it comes to this, I know what I'm about I'm to do. I know what I'm about so to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as and I tried to, I tried to reach. I'm I'm trying to reach out to the to the gentleman just to talk to him, mm-hmm. just to help him out just to give him some education or get some game or get some skill set that can help him out. You know what I'm saying? Because, a, a, hey, an offhand flashlight in that situation would have, right. shit, he could have hit him with the boom right in the face, my man, and then dip. You know what right. I'm saying? Or just such a situation. Or could've, just could've even. seen the pistol offhand from just, the flashlight. Whatever, and right, right, bounce, right, right. And then bounce. You know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to reach out, trying to find him. You know what I'm saying? I want, I'm want. trying to, everybody was like, I don't know, man, you know. Um, talking to him now might be a you know bad situation or you know I'm like what well, shit Channel Four right there is bad said right right at the bed in the hospital right. talking to him so right. why I can't Pop Culture Two to Three talk to him right you know what I'm saying let let us let him tell a story on the platform so we can help him out mm-hmm. and give him some game yeah I mean you know I mean every situation is different I mean I was in a situation where I'm literally sitting at a light and seeing this dude cross the street on his bike and get hit by a lady who 
I guess he thought he could beat her, but he didn't. Damn. And she popped him and he went flying. And I'm still sitting at the light and shit. I mean, it, by the time she got out, a couple other people got out. There wasn't no need for me to get out because he was moving. Right. So I was like, see, you know. See, he wasn't dead. So I mean, he was only, yeah, he was only like probably 15 feet of, to the right of me, you know what I'm saying, as I'm sitting at the light. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Right like, here. Brother went it on. You all right? Uh, all right. Dude, because the shit happened in slow motion. <laughs> When the shit, you know, you when you see shit, how everything happens in slow motion, right? That's how I went. That Damn. shit happened in slow motion. Damn. And I was like, the man was like, no, boom. <laughs> the lady jumped out. She, old lady, she was freaking out. People Damn. jumped out. Damn. I was like, shit. Well, it's enough for them. They don't need me. Yeah. But you know, as much as I hate and to that's say, how it, I felt that one time. I'm like, it's enough for these folks out here already. Let me go ahead and bounce. Yeah, a lot of motherfuckers say shit, and I've said this so. Motherfuckers always say what they would do when they ain't put in that situation. Mm-hmm. Until the motherfucker really put in that situation, they can't say what they're going to do because it's easy to say it After the fact. on social media because yeah. you ain't really faced with that situation. Mm-hmm. Well, That's why I'm going to put too much stock in a lot of shit. I don't care if I got a gun or not. Until you in that situation and that adrenaline get the rushing, <laughs> you don't know what you're going to do. Right. It could be anything. Well, I, yeah, because, well, I was in a situation where we was on Telegraph. I don't know. It was on Telegraph and like Long Lake. Guy was coming across, going toward across Telegraph, and the car ran. A girl ran a red light, hitting, smacking old dude like a little Lincoln, some kind of SUV. The car rolled over, so I jump mm-hmm. out in the car, in, in the car, and I jump out. Mm-hmm. And they trying to. It's crazy because they trying to bang on the glass to get him out, mm-hmm. because I guess the door won't open. So, me and his other dude. They trying to bang on the glass to get him out. The other dude went to the back door. The back door was open, but they couldn't. They couldn't get him out of his seat. Mm. And I'm just looking like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I said, wait, hold on, I got a knife. You know, sometimes people they just they yanking on the they mm. yanking on the seatbelt, seatbelt yep. tight because you know yep. it's a car and seatbelt tight. Yep. So they yanking, yanking, yanking on the seatbelt. It's not coming out. So people don't be thinking in time like, okay, well maybe. Uh, use my knife, or maybe mm-hmm. let me reach over and hit the button. They just yanking, thinking that the seatbelt going right. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Drilling right. going. It typically don't for a lot of them. Yeah. So I whip out my little cheap, little cheap knife I had. Boom, cut him out. We pulled him out. Um, police got there. Um, like saying he wasn't bleeding, but he was like an old dude, so he was really So we pulled him out just cause just in case the car started smoking or whatever. So we pulled him out. Police got there. Helped the lady out, helped the um, young lady out. But like I said, it was a lot of us. It wasn't late. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I guess I didn't even think about it. I jumped out, kept it moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At that situation. And and that's a and that's like you say, even though it was a cheap night, that's a good a good tool a lot of people don't really realize to have. You know, so whether it's part of your everyday care or not, just to have, like, it ain't just about to have a blade in case you gotta stick somebody or cut or whatever. It's about the tool that it is. It's like I actually had a good cheap one like that too. That actually had a a, a seatbelt cutter and a glass breaker on it. Now, mm-hmm. I gave it to my mama for you know safety reasons and stuff like that because it had all that stuff on it. But you, you know what happened? Same, if my mama same got- thing though. Like you know, if you got it and this, you know, you got a glass breaker. You know, saying so you got a knife or a seatbelt cutter and a knife to cut through in case that happened. Yeah, my mama probably get in the car. She did roll over and she gave me that. She got she got the same stuff in her car. You know what she do? Mm-hmm. 
She's going to call me, Kevin, I got a car accident. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Why you calling me? That's probably my mama, too. Like, <laughs> like you had to call 911. Ryan, I'm okay, but I was just in an accident. I'm upside down. <laughs> right. Where, where you at? On like, top what? of BP, upside down. <laughs> I'm on 94. Right. And it's 75, right. upside down. But that's like even when you see like the videos, Dre, you see people clowning in the gas station or clowning in the restaurant. What do you do? Do you the gas first? Huh? Serve gas station, I'm just not going to go to. So right. remember, like, you already know. Right. So, like, even when I was talking about, like, the green light uh, situation, like the green light project. The green light mm-hmm. project is, like, all the green lights is on these places. Mm-hmm. It was under surveillance by the D- DPD. Right. So it was trying to, like, to, um, it's like a. Uh, it's supposed to be, like, a deterrent. A deterrent. But it it helps kept, it helps catch the 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 assailants or whoever that's causing the issue or just did the crime. It ain't stopping. Yeah, I know the about the I know about the Project Green Light stuff. Yeah. What you mean? It's you know just about? certain gas stations that's part of the Project Green Light. I still don't trust them. Right. So you ain't deferring. they still gonna do dirt shit. They still gonna right. do right. something there. A lot so of them really don't care anyway. So a lot of yeah. people don't care. So it's, it, to me it, I was just like, first of all, if you go down certain streets in the neighborhood Every for two miles, there's green lights on every mm-hmm. damn thing. So where I'm supposed to go get gas from? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because in my opinion, like, <laughs> and I think Highland Park is blue lights, man. They only got them lights because them like high high traffic or high crime areas. It's you know what I'm saying? Light. I ain't known about blue lights. I think that's it's the same thing as the green light, but I think Highland Park just use blue lights. So the whole Highland Park is on is on blue, basically. I mean, you would think, but I think I've only seen like two or three lights over there, but. Because I think it's another, it's another city somewhere else, too, that's got blue lights. But it's the same kind of program, though. But, yeah, it, man. It, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, Dre, if you driving down the street and you see two, three gas stations with green lights, you're going to pull up? It's 7. It's, it's 6 o'clock. You on, I don't, where, where? 7 o'clock, okay, seven ground, seven ground Evergreen. Is it 6 o'clock summertime or 6 o'clock wintertime? <laughs> right. I said, that hey, you know, I'm from the city, so I know. Right, is it 6 right. o'clock wintertime or 6 o'clock summertime? It's 6 o'clock right now. It's 6 o'clock oh, right wintertime? now. Is yeah. it dark? Whatever it is, we call it Michigan weather. Spring, fall, winter, what are we in? It's raining shit all every day. Okay, well, 6 o'clock summertime, yeah, I pull up because I know it's going to be freaks there. <laughs> Six o'clock wintertime. <laughs> I scan the parking lot to see if I even want any parts of that and make my decision based on how crowded the parking lot is. Okay, so let me ask you this. It's a car is a parking lot or gas station crowded a good thing or uncrowded or crowded a bad thing? Because you remember if, you, if, lot, if it's crowded, <laughs> the exits may be, you know what I'm saying, you get limited. Limited. So you get out of there fast in a hurry. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Man, I think it I think it's still all situational, man, because like like prime example, and like it's just some gas stations you just don't go to. And like I, I told you this story, we man, like everybody know, man, you don't. It's two gas stations, one on the east, one on the west. You just don't go to unless you're from that hood. If you're on the Literally. east, if you're on the east side, where is it? At? These where ones that, that I know it. If you're on the Chambers east, and Whittier. Oh, so yeah, well, that's that's two. But I'm talking about you know off freeways. I'll say that if you're on the east side, everybody know. Man, you don't go to that that Shell gas station on the corner. Uh, I think it's Mac and Seventy Five. I didn't been there twice. You just don't go to that boy day or night because I've you been. You talking across the street from the school? 
Yeah, 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 over there in that yeah. on the other side of the uh, the freeway. Yeah, I don't freeway. go to that one anyway. That's what I'm saying. You just don't go Is that to that the one. The young black boy you hustling yes, the water. Yes, yes. <laughs> they be on the corner, but yeah. but again, it's like three projects over there on the back side. So it's like, and it's not not to discriminate, but it's just you know it is what it is. You know, what I'm saying but it is a reason why you don't go to them three. You don't go to that one. You know what? When I go and to I've seen firsthand why you don't on a few occasions. When I go to the hood gas station, I try to keep my back to like I'll. <laughs> I'll walk around the whole thing. The whole thing. Until everybody almost out of there. Then mm-hmm. I go up. and Then put, I go up. Go up and put my back towards mm-hmm. guys. And I keep, you know what I'm saying? I don't put my back to the door mm-hmm. just in case somebody run in. I always got myself to the side or something mm-hmm. where I can be like, okay, that's what's happening. Or I can get to what I need to get to to do what I need to do. But I mm-hmm. never, I try to never, I hate people behind me in gas stations. Yes, sir. I can't stand I it. can't I, I done had it. to check a couple folks about being too damn close. And this is even during COVID times. Like, dog, <laughs> you back up. You hey, Dre, you the you the dude to go into the gas station and play like sixteen hundred <laughs> freaking numbers because I can't stand them. Just neither. No, I don't. Uh, I played a lottery so long. Hey, hey, wait, I don't wait. even go in the gas station. I just use my car to get the hell on. Right. I don't even. I had to really want something for me to go in the gas station. Hey, and, and sometimes and, I trust. I don't trust those. Uh, those trust those car readers, car readers especially yeah. in the hood. Yeah, the ones that like Kroger's and yeah. people be sitting in the booth. Yeah. I go to those, but I, sometimes I don't be trusting them. See, in that, in that second gas station, too, just to finish that 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 little quick bit, everybody know it on the west side. Which one? Exit 9 at the Murder Mac right there on Joy Road in Southfield. <laughs> Murder Mac. <laughs> no, now you got to include that 106 mile with that six mile in the lodge now. Well, my man killed them people because the guy wouldn't let him out. He's gonna oh, let me out and shoot them yeah, people. That's what that was at. Yeah, oh, yeah, six yeah, miles yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. That is six miles of lies right there. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, right next to the liquor store. Yeah, yep. yeah. But but see, that was that was like an occasion that happened. Oh man, we you know we know the, the, the McDonald's over there, that Amico or whatever it is now, man. That man, that's a hot but, corner. But peep, Nobody go there too. unless you're from the hood. But peep this though. Even with that good Samaritan, he got shot. Right, he runs into the gap. He runs into the gas station, mm-hmm. the Shell gas station. He like, he's sitting in the window. In the window, looking out like, bro, the window is not protection. It's not protection. That that door is only gonna probably take one. Right. And then, it, like, you can't sit in the window. I don't know if he's looking out to to see what the dude was at. Yeah, he. You can kind of tell that's what he was doing. I mean, right. But why was why did he stay there and watch that? Like, well, he was there for at least two, three minutes, and then yeah. he dipped. Then, when the man was coming towards him, then he ran. But my thought was... Well, part of it, they was telling him to lock the door, and he was like, where's the lock at? And I think I think in the midst of everything, he kind of was panicking, which, you know, I get. He not trained. He not never been in situations, never been shot. So, you know, he, he adrenaline, right, everything blood, going. Blood going. So, because a lot of them, he they tell him to lock the door. So, if they telling him to lock the door, I'm assuming... It's got to be a, a lock switch right there, like we got on the studio. Also, right, but, you but, know, most of them do. So I'm assuming that that's what it was. He couldn't find it, and that's you know kind of what happened. But then I'm thinking, like, dog, how many people did you put in danger in the in the gas station? So what if it was yeah. three or four more people in the gas station? Because it sounded like it was somebody else in there, besides the, uh, the person the that working. Because mm-hmm. you heard you heard another or you heard you heard a woman's voice. So I'm just like that dude ran in there after him. What if he would have busted everybody else in there? Man. I'm, cause, because I think the woman that he shot the car was in there too. No, she wasn't in there. She she ran off to the side, but I don't think she was actually in there. But if you listen to it, it sounded like it was. But even though you ran into the yeah, gas station yeah. and it ain't no lock, quick lock or whatever, in my opinion, I'm like, damn, you put you put the people that in the gas mm-hmm. station at risk, bro. Like you should have just kept 
I, I don't, well, like you said, he probably panicked and ran it to the closest he thought was mm-hmm. safe. Safe, yeah. And, you know what I'm saying, opposed to just running off and so the dude couldn't find him because mm-hmm. I'm just like, dog, he put some other people at risk because he ran up in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I guess that's that gas station one-on-one, you know, don't pull up on here, don't pull up there. Because, like I said, if it's green light, I'm just like, shit, I ain't stopping there. <laughs> I don't even care. Like maybe if if it's four or five of us in in the truck, right? I'm pulling up. Even when I pull up with my son, I say, "Dog, put your phone down. Pay attention. Right. Keep right. your head on the swivel. Let me know I what's up." That all the time, I tell him yeah. that all the time. I said, "Put your phone down." What you mean? We right here in this gas station. Mm-hmm. I need you to be aware of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm aware, but you may catch something that I um, don't. But right. I don't. I need to know quick so I can act quick. You know what I'm saying? So that's just you know my little take on that because I just thought like look man as a good Samaritan you want to jump out and help people but now shit black folks be clowning you don't, you know you you help out and then like you said you help out jump out that situation happen or you jump out or like you said you see a situation at the gas station a dude hitting on this girl or whatever you don't know what that situation is so now you you jumped into that and it come out bad for you. Hey, you know how you know how Dre do, man. Like we talking with the kids and the, man, look, Dre kids grown, but I can tell you right now how Dre probably do it. Hey, motherfucker, put your phone down, pay attention. And as soon as he say, man, we ain't paying attention to the blah blah blah, and he just all of a sudden just be like, yeah. So, uh, all right, then go ahead and get clapped up. That be on you. <laughs> but you know, and though I had a situation where it was one day I was coming home from work. And uh, and Dub calling me right now, so I'm gonna just wait till he done call. If y'all hear the beep, and that's probably that's what that is. Yeah, I was to, trying to. I was uh, coming home from that. work, and I went to the gas station across the street from the crib. I walked to the gas station, and I see my son. So me and him was talking. So was, I'm going. To, so I went to the store to get a beer. He came to the store with me, and uh, it was two like three dudes in there. One of them was drunk, talking shit, and then he started saying something to my son while I was in the back. Like, oh, my cousin just died. I'm ready for whatever, whatever. Oh, so shit. even though Andre was like, <laughs> shit, I mean, at the time, shit, I was, Andre had to be like 23, 20, probably about 22, 23. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hold up. Because that, from no, parental instinct, I'm like, hold on, man. I said, go stand over there and pay for that. Like, man, what you looking at? I said, dude, you don't want this. This is something you just don't want right now. I understand you upset. I understand you just lost a family member, or whatever. But this right here, you don't want no first. <laughs> this boy's right. like, dude, because I mean, when it comes to your kids, then you give no fucks. I guess he because feel that the the angst of my tone, like, dude, you don't want this. Right. Now I don't care that my son was in his early twenties. You don't want these problems. Right. I'm still gonna do what I gotta do to protect my son. It's me before him. And they they got they pay for their shit and love. Well, hey, like I said, that, that that was one of those things. And that, that was an easy point. That wasn't even in the city. Hey. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, wait a hey, minute. Wait a minute. Let me clarify. The eastern suburbs of Detroit for all our non-Michigan listeners, because right. I'm sure Pop Culture 223 will have <laughs> non-Michigan listeners, so we have to specify those things when we say certain stuff. Hey, hey, and here's the funny thing. East Point changed their name from East Detroit to East Point because they didn't want the stigma, but, man, that's still Little Detroit over there on the east side. <laughs> little, I mean, I know that. You know that. Right, but, little, you know. little North Detroit. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, clowning in the gas station. You don't know what going to pop off. You don't know what you're going to see, what's right. going on. Hey, Dre, I got a question for you. I'm ready. Do, do you <laughs> do you play? 
When you paying for a service, do you look for the cheapest or the best or the best quality? If I'm paying for a service, yeah, oh, like I do a whole bunch of reviews. Like it took me like two weeks to review before I bought my TV. Like I pay attention right. to everything because everything Drake, ain't. Drake gonna be extensive with his his, his uh, research. What's so, that? I was saying. Uh, uh, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. And that, but that does that go with any and everything you try to get? Yep. So if I told you, I, I mean, get, something like some simple like shoes. I mean, I know what's what, but you know. But if I said something expensive like cars, TVs, if I'm going on a trip, shit like that, that's gonna cost me a significant amount of money. Oh, I'm researching everything. Oh yeah. Well, what about yeah. if I'm gonna teach you a life saving skill? You gonna go with the cheapest or the best quality? If it's saving somebody life, I'm gonna go with the best knowledge I can get for multiple people. Why set up for just one way of doing it? Good answer. Because everybody don't like to say one doctor can't tell you something another doctor know. But basically, you know basically to answer your question, Trey, what he's saying is he getting multiple training from multiple people. Right. right. But, you, but you paying? But you gonna do your research and pay for the the? Uh, you're not gonna be cheap or. Uh, just go with what somebody just hand you, but you're gonna do some research, right? Yeah. If you told me I had to go to in the building. You know, because even some people who and this will probably run into because even the high end people, they by the time they got high end, they don't care as much. Right. Because it's all about the money. So you gotta try to balance it out. It's like interviewing people. She just gotta ask the right questions and know what you really want before you before you do it. Dude. So Sometimes you got to spend money. Sometimes you can save a nickel here or there. Well, you know, I, I guess why well, I asked that because, <laughs> and I don't know why we're still going over this in 2023. It's crazy. I had I had a friend of mine that, okay, so we all CP, well, me me and uh, Bear are CPL instructors, so we teach a service that can save lives. So we take, we take that teaching and that information that we give to students and individuals to the utmost, right? We want to make sure that we're giving you the best quality, you know, because you got to use that skill to save your life, right? You got to use that skill. Mm-hmm. But yet and still, we got uh, Paul, Paul and, and, and uh, what we call him? What's it called? Jimmy or something like that? Jimmy, Jimmy and Paul <laughs> that's just giving out search for the low, the low 50 and ain't educating the people on, on what they can and can't do with the, with the search. And why I say that, because yeah. I, 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 I have a friend. I just found out that I just found out this person has a certificate. She they they thought the certificate was the the CPL uh card that you can carry. <laughs> like she they that, didn't know and, and that's not the first time I've heard that either. They didn't know that they had to take the application and the certificate down to the city county building to get their CPL license. They thought the certificate. Oh, they thought once he handed it to them, that was it. They, they to thought that once you hand them the certificate, that was their CPL license. And the oh, person was. Why would you think that? And the person was carrying. <laughs> and the person was carrying <laughs> the firearm with the certificate. Carrying a cannon, a cannon. Carrying a 357 cannon. With the certificate. And then mind you, this person was 110 pounds, maybe 115. So did that person tell them that they was good no, and they didn't need nothing no, else? They ain't tell them nothing. They ain't man. tell them nothing. She did, they just because they ain't go to the class. They, they just didn't, they they just didn't got come that take a cert. class with with Bear. They didn't come take a class with me. 
they I guess they didn't take a, a class with a qualified instructor to tell them the ins and outs and educate them. They just paid a 50 bucks, 30 bucks. They wrote a certificate and told them, this is what you need. Go down there and do this. So I'm just like, bro, I just I told I said, listen, if you get pulled over, you get in a car or something, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> you're going to jail. <laughs> you're going to be dope. And the gun that she got, she got it from the person that got it, got it from a, it wasn't, it's not registered to them. It's not, it's not registered <laughs> to them. It's not even documented that that person bought it. I mean, hey, hey, it was clear and clean, but. <laughs> it was supposed to be clear and clean, but the person thought the certificate was the CPL license. Like, in, wow. in 2023, we wow, still man. that fucking stupid. Yeah, man, you, you'd be surprised, man. I mean, we, we not, but, you know, I just say that to say, you know, like, you, you know, there's no telling what you see out here, man. I know Drayden heard some old wild stuff. People always want something on the low, man. Turn your volume down, folks. Something on the low, but that's low. They always want something on the low. They they would rather get something on the low. Because think about it. What do what we, as a culture, and, you know, I'm the one who, we would sit up here. That's what, and I thought where you was going, you didn't go where I thought you was going. Because that's yeah, like if somebody's saying whatever y'all charge for y'all classes, right? Mm-hmm. And most people are like, okay, this is what you charge for your classes because it's, it's an important class. You know, people need the information, blah, 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 blah. But then they'd be like, well, dang, can I get it for like $30? No, everything right. is not supposed to be on the low. Because right. usually when stuff is on the low, if it's on the low, it ain't right. Yo, yo, we had a short intermission. We back on the Pop Culture 223 podcast. We got Bear back. back. He had to do some technical, we had some technical difficulties. Yeah, man, we got it together, though. Oh, back. We, we got fats in the building. <laughs> and we still got Dre from the Authentic Podcast on the shitter talking shit. <laughs> Damn. Bear back. <laughs> <laughs> so look, look, listen. So listen. We were talking about the quality of service, and you were saying that because you know what? Well, like I say, Bear, we charge a certain fee for uh, a service that we give to the public, right? And you were right. saying that be, you know. Our culture, meaning black folks, always want to cut corners or always want to get the cheaper, the cheapest deal. Right. But in a service that's something to save in your life, why would you want to get a cheaper deal? Like, why would you want less information or 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 not the right information? Because you got to, you know, I, I hate when they say, "Well, I can shoot." I go to the range with my boyfriend, or I go to the range with such and such. I can shoot. No, you can't. And, and half of it is shooting is almost twenty percent of it, right? Eighty percent right. of it is information, game, awareness. Like we give you more than what we give we we give you more than what that money um is gonna cover, right? Like as far as knowledge is you know, knowledge. Because knowledge is key. The tool is just something you use to 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 act with or to, to use in the situation. But mm-hmm. the knowledge that we give you is key. But you were saying that in our culture, we always want to cut cut the corners or be cheap. So just elaborate on that. I mean, it's just it, a lot of people. You have to understand if you buying simple shit and you want to cut a corner, that's fine. But anything dealing with your life, your health, your family, you got to cover every inch, turn over every stone. You got to do all of that because that shit might, like you said. That shit might come back to bite you. Somebody give you a piece of paper, say, here, here's your certificate. All of a sudden, you locked and loaded, riding on the Lower East Side, thinking you 
and then you get into some shit to find out that because you want to shit on the low, now you burn. Right. Now you in jail with the PCW and all of that because you wanted some on the low instead of going through the proper channels or going through the right people. Shit. And then I ask, that's can, on them. Can you imagine you get pulled over and you hand a police officer <laughs> this eight by eleven piece of paper <laughs> that says, "I took the class, officer. Who'd you take it with? Uh, this dude, John Doe, at the bottom. Right, right. This is not all I gotta have. No, ma'am. No. Right." Hey man, shit, Deucey said I was good. <laughs> right. Hey, because, you know, we it was something that, this has been going around too. I got a homeboy that that, that, had, that he didn't, that didn't happen, but that he did the same thing, and he still come to me for stuff, you know, because he my man's, I still, you know, show him or teach him or do, but I'm like, I'm like, man, dog, you know, because it's you, I ain't gonna lie. You know how we do with certain people. I would have hooked you up. You know what I'm saying? I'd you know cut you a deal on the price or something. Cause because you know a lot of a lot of time, that's literally what you it is. You would have cut the deal on the price, but not the time spent right. with the individual. Right, right. exactly, exactly. That the lookout for me would have been like, okay, dog, I know where you at. I know what you you know where you be at. You need this knowledge. If if money's an issue. I'll look out, you know what I'm saying? I'm not above, you know, helping people out to get the knowledge. Do I still want to make my coin? Yeah, so I'm not going to, you know, drop price for everybody. But it was a particular circumstance. In certain circumstances like that, you know, I do. Like, I've done women's classes and drop prices just to make sure I get women in there to teach them, you know what I'm saying, that to do. But it was like, dog, come on now. You really just went and had, you know, Ray Ray and them give you the paper, and now you still going to ask me certain stuff about certain things. You just out here like, uh, I hope you good, dog, because <laughs> – Ooh we, I ain't even. Ooh we, I ain't even tip of the iceberg. Told you everything you really need to know. <laughs> you know what I, I'm saying? The stuff, the stuff the person was telling me, I was like, let, I was like, come in, come in my office. Let's sit down. I was like, tell me what you know. And the stuff they were telling me, I'm just like, ooh, you about to like, you are about to commit, you about to get in some trouble. Like you about to go to jail. Right. And and I'm just like, I just still, cause I was on IG. Was well, just been flowing around on IG. One of the homies says seventy five percent of instructors shouldn't be instructing. Right. So I guess do that. You agree with that number? Or are you gonna say eighty <laughs> percent? No, I, I, I have no clue because it ain't my it ain't my thing. So I, I'll say this, man. And, and this. Well, I guess I in your opinion, you were you were. Let's just say this: you went to Bear, right? You went to Urban. What's, what's the long ass sentence name? <laughs> Go ahead. Urban, right. Urban Firearm Defense Academy. Right, and he gave you all the game that you did. LLC. Right, LLC. <laughs> right, right, with the LLC. Right. Period. Oh, look, L period, L period, C period. Right. Got to no stretch that boy out. But you went you went to him, and he gave you the knowledge, right? He gave you the game. So he's not in that 75% or 80% instructors that just give you bull crap or just say that I got I can teach you this, and, and I'm not going to further my <laughs> education to help you out, or I'm not going to educate myself further. To, to you know, to to give more back to the students. So regardless if that's not your thing, you was a student that came to an instructor and he gave you everything possible that he could give. So he did you a, a good service. But you got people out here that's like instructors out here that just take a certificate and read a book or take a class. Now you trump tight with another certificate that right. you can teach something that you really can't. And the guy was saying like. You know, it's it's different tiers, it's like levels to it. Yeah. Levels to it. So if you're an expert, you can teach like intermediate and basic. Um, but if you basic, stick with the basics. Right. Don't try to elevate just because you see a dollar sign committed to that. Just say like uh um uh 
whoever, you got a basic CP, you got a basic CPL license. Basic. You shouldn't be trying to teach advanced class because you went online and read a book or got another certificate <laughs> that said I can teach an advanced class. You don't know nothing about advanced. I mean, or you, outside, or, or you took somebody's class, or you now took you, somebody's class, or, or, or you think you can teach it, or you think you, you can teach class. an advanced class because you took one class and you seen the dollar <laughs> no, sign. No, man, shit, I'm going. That means I think I've been playing Call of Duty since 2000. Right, I know every motherfucker. Hey, my background is Call of Duty one, two, <laughs> yeah. three, all four. the modern warfare. <laughs> I know you can run up against the, the walls. What you need. Right. But hey, hey, peep game though. You got some instructors. Let's let's just put it in perspective. You got some instructors out here that think just because they play Call of Duty, not per se Call of Duty, but just because they read some script or read a, a certificate or read a pamphlet <laughs> to teach an advanced class, now I can charge see the with the advanced class, now you can add an extra fifty or extra hundred dollars on to already one hundred fifty bucks. So right. now you you know you teaching it because you now you adding a hundred another hundred because you are giving more advanced knowledge and more knowledge in general. Well, more knowledge that you think you're giving, but that right. doesn't qualify you to teach an advanced class just because you took an advanced. Are you talking? I'm my bad, bro. I'm, well, thinking, I'm just saying. I'm thinking from from our perspective versus no no no, no like just because about. you took yeah, the yeah, advanced class, yeah. I mean you able to taste the advanced <laughs> class. Like he says, levels to it. Like you got to get to the expert level. Of a teaching to teach an advanced and teach a basic, and then when you get to the expert, that still don't qualify to teach expert classes. You right. still got to go high and above that to right. teach, and it ain't always about teaching. You gotta get your doctorate, and go. yeah, you gotta get your doctor. <laughs> and it's not all about always about teaching. You gotta get your doctor. It's not always about teaching the, teaching the tool. You gotta teach the mind. You gotta teach the the student first, so the student can understand how to use that tool. So it ain't always I mean, about teaching the, with the firearm and the gun. Like, you can read, like, homie Jeff said, he read books about how to teach better. Because mm-hmm. he want to be able to be a better instructor, yeah. Be a better instructor to get yeah. the information off to the next person. I vibe with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you about to say, Dre? I mean, that, but that's with everything. That's like if, if I, by me cleaning, started cleaning, I started cleaning carpet probably 97. Mm-hmm. And then I start my own business to probably like 99 or whatever. So, yeah, I couldn't tell nobody shit. Back then, because I was still learning everything myself. Could I tell somebody? Could I? Could I be a carpet cleaning instructor now? Yeah, just because of all the shit I've learned and shit I've done. Yeah, Dre used over to work that way too, man. I can't. I don't even know why he stopped, dog. But but Dre I hear him. But he said he was two years or three years. Now right. I don't know how right. far he's in the game now. Now he can teach the young. The, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay, this is this is part one. About twenty part. years. Right. So you so got yeah. well wealth of knowledge. But people see a meal ticket or they say, well, Bear, um, say the name again, Bear. What's the name of the what is it? Urban Firearm hey. Defense Academy. Academy. Right. He see Bear got LLC. LLC. He said he got ten people in his class and he counting his pockets. Like, dude, this dude got ten people in the class. He teaching advanced class. It's hundred fifty bucks. Dang, you say right. what it is, and I, I, it's, it's, it's what it is, but it shouldn't be, especially in that field. Instant gratification, right? Because if you think about it, okay, I just, I just took this class. Like that's like me, after Brown taught me everything, you know, showed me some stuff, and then my dumb ass say, you know what? <laughs> I could use everything he just told me. Right now, I'm an instructor. No, I don't know shit. 
Hey, they out there though. But I want that instant gratification. Like, yeah, man, you know, I uh, I must say, like he just said though, that they out there. We 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 know a couple. Yeah. We've seen like, it. Like like they out there to say, well, I took a bear class. I see he got ten people in his class, but they don't know. It took him three or four years to even get ten people in his class because right. he still had to go through the muck of people asking, "Why your stuff so much? Why this? Why that?" Now they see the end result. He got ten people in his class. He making this, this, and this. They count his pockets, saying, "I can do this." See, but see, that's the instant gratification. Everybody right. wanted right. right now, and and, and that, don't so, want to put the work here. See, and that and that's something I I've, I've always tried to preach with everybody else too that are um, new students that don't know me or you know been word of mouth or whatever. It's, that's a, that's another reason why I keep everybody close and like family or keep them informed because I could tell you and you know I ain't got a problem you know Dre got a question we you know we talk or whatever talk with both of us but I am nowhere near the instructor I was uh, I, I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm nowhere near the instructor now that I was when I did Dre's class I'm probably hands down probably light years ahead of where I was then. So, like, I was telling people back then, like, I got plans. I want to do this kind of class. I want to teach this. And I want to advance myself so I can teach you guys that and blah, blah, blah. In other words, letting people know, like, hey, I'm going to be a better instructor at some point, And I want to be able to, you know, pass that knowledge down, keep, you know, keep keeping up with me so I can do. So now, older students, I don't mind when they got questions. I, You know, if I got to do a reteach, I do because now they, I'm going to give them way more info now than – you know, previous students, you know what I'm saying? Like I got a couple students that they do come to me for like extra stuff and I do kind of bring them up to date and, you know, teach them this and people that talk to me online and so forth. It's few and far between, but you know, it does happen. And I think that's a, another thing too, being able to, it's what you teach and how you teach it and advancing yourself to advance them. Like prime example on this one, like you like to go along with what Dre just said with the instant gratification thing that works both ways, not just with the finance, for the money, but it also works that way with the students. So, KJ, I know you've probably seen this. Where do you, where, where most people shoot and how these students shoot? Everybody knows, like, at the furthest distance, it's, like, between 7 and 15 yards. Why? Be, or 7 and 15 feet because of the yardage and the distance. That's where, you know, 95 or, you know, most of your shootings or stuff like that's going to happen. Everything's close and quick. Well, what I do is I have people, when it's time for them to actually do their shooting, I go to the furthest distance. I go to that 15 feet. Why? Because if, if you can do what you need to do at the max, everything up close is going to be butter. But what happens if I have you shooting up close, but you can't shoot at that max? You're not going to be proficient at the furthest of what you need to be. Your, your limits haven't been tested. But what do we normally see when people are doing these classes? They got people shooting as close as they can. So they, they can make themselves and these students feel good about being good and hitting the bullseyes and all this other stuff. But again, you push them out there to that limit, they terrible or they but can't that makes, shoot. But that makes you the best instructor in the world, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, I'm hands down the best instructor in the world. <laughs> right. Because I can have my students shoot right. at a target at three yards right. and hit the bullseye. Everybody's well, damn, target looks great now. I can touch the damn target at right. three yards with my right. pinky finger. <laughs> right. <laughs> you think I can't put, right. put a round through that thing? Right. And, and but then, I, I guess you going, like, out of the box. You, you one, you got a, you had a mentor around you right. to help you. When you didn't know to fill in the right. blanks, right? Some right. people just like you said, like uh, like uh, Dre said, instant gratification. They want right. that money. They want mm -hmm. to see what's this. Okay, this I can put this post this right on this in, in the in my IG. They gonna see me, you know, doing right. this. I I I'm got popping. these gold guns. I'm popping. This, I'm doing this. Right. I got this gold AR. I got this gold Desert Eagle. This is I'm doing the experience. Boo 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 boo. Got the flashy this or that, whatever. Right. But at the same time, what's your education? What's your background? How much? 
how much time and, and passion you put into this to give out the best product. So that I guess at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, how you evaluate the best product. You don't go with the cheapest. You got to you got to you got to do your Google reviews or you got to ask people who's the best instructor or who would you go to and then do some background check. You know what I'm saying? Even with any product, you got to do some background check. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy like in 2023, I'm still seeing people. Did I send that to you? That dude that shot through Great, look. Buddy's buddy's in the gun range. He pulls his yeah, fu- I seen that. He I, pulls his firearm. I, I meant to send that to you and it. I forgot you just sent it to me first. Yeah. He shot through his arm. Yeah, he shot through his hand. Through his through his arm. Went, I, it went through his I thought arm, it was hand, yeah. Hit 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 his friend or woman in the leg. And she was fat style. She was juicy. It went through her it went through her yeah, thigh. She, she, it went she, she, in she, and out through her thigh. Yeah, he was like, but she had some curves on her, Dre, so she didn't really feel it. He was like this, like like super close, and then she got she got shot like like down there in the hip. Yeah, so it was like this, like this, fat. She he was right here, and he took the gun out. He did like this, turned it. He was touching it. It went through his arm. She was right next to him, and it went through her her thigh right here. Yeah. Now, mind you, if it probably was a couple of inches over to that artery in that leg, yeah. it might have been trouble. But she was a juicy little mama, yeah, so she, she, <laughs> so she, she probably didn't feel it. Because it could have hit her like in the hip and like shattered her hip bone or it all. Could have shattered her hip yeah. bone. But I guess in 2023, <laughs> we still doing dumb shit at the range or doing still doing dumb stuff like that to put people in danger. That's what I'm saying. Like, look, you it's a proper etiquette at the range anyway. Mm-hmm. You supposed to be like, you know what I'm saying, on like P's and Q's. Like, I, I have no he idea. He wasn't even in the booth yet. He was in like he the little stage area. He wasn't even in the booth. So don't get mad when the guy on the outside of that glass take that microphone out and yell at you. Right. Like, the, uh, did I see the other one the people got thrown out? Mm-mm. I don't, it, it wasn't here. Like, the, the range officer came in and threw like five guys out. <laughs> I guess they was waving the, the, the Glock or the firearm in the thing. They came in and waved them out. I was up at Uncoil uh, week last month. Hey, and he wait, said wait, he had a wait, wait, wait! Before you tell that story, I'm gonna tell you, man, Dre. You might want to go up in a, in, a, in a range and get that job, dog. We got to get Dre RSO trade because Dre will be the perfect dude for throwing. For, man, I'm telling you. I go, hey, hey, Uncle, hey, I got a perfect RSO for hey, you. Hey, hey, as, as being his former, his former tag member in, in certain parts of, of doing the job in security, man, like Dre be the perfect. Well, hey, Melo, you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Dre 6'5", big old dude, too. Shoot, man, who going to tell Dre I think no? people with that situation, they probably get messed up and it's being a man like, I know what I'm doing, da, 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 da. bro. You don't. Right, you don't. Just take it as it is. Right. I mean, I know it's a lot of people in there. Right. And they hear you get called out, so now you want to puff your chest out. But at the same time, you got fire out, I got one. So, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got to make sure everybody's safe in there. Right. And that's why they tell you don't handle a firearm. Outside the booth. Outside right. the booth. Like, that's rules in there. And, like, the one rule in CPL training, keep your finger off the trigger until it's time mm-hmm. to shoot. You did none of those. And matter of fact, speaking in that one video, I think he actually racked the slide. And I think that's how he got one in the chamber. Mm. I think. I think. Listen. If I'm not mistaken, because it, it looked like he – that's why I said I thought he got shot in the hand because it looked like he was – he Listen, was like two handed, and I think you could. I, I didn't. Think, I, I just read he, the story. Yeah, I said, think he right. might have like racked that boy, and that's what what happened. I just read the story. It could have been. Point is, he shot himself in right like and said, baby girl. Right, gun, bullets do go through. Yep. 
And it penetrated his arm, hand, and then went through baby girl. But at the same time, why are we in 2023 still talking about gun safety like gun, that? Yeah, gun safety, and you don't want to listen to the rules and regulations that's on the on the gun range. Then you want to get kicked out and then go on IG because you mad at them. Hey Dre, you know, you know, everybody goofball gave everybody a gun. Uh, right. Hey, a lot hey, of people don't need no gun now they got one. Hey, hey Dre, you know, and before we before we wrap this up too, because we only got you know, say about five more minutes or so. Let me ask you this one, because I, I can't remember if we talked about this or not. I think we did, but if not, we're going to bring it up and talk it now. Talk about, talk about you, KJ. So, did y'all see the one on the news? This one actually was the news. and you and This was probably everywhere, Dre, so you may or may not have seen this. The one where the little boy, this did happen here, he got he got accidentally shot and killed where he was jumping on the bed at his mom's apartment, and the gun was loose on the bed, and like some kind of way it went off. He probably kicked it, stepped on it or whatever. I thought it was under the mattress. No, it was on the bed. It was on the mattress. Okay. He was jumping on the bed, and it went off, shot him. The mom wasn't at the house. She was somewhere, like, down the street or at another person's apartment. The father, it wasn't his gun. He didn't even stay there in that apartment. He worked at the apartment building as the uh, maintenance man, and he he stayed in a separate unit because he already was a felon and can't be around guns. So trying to do the right thing in that aspect, he, you know, got his own apartment, Still get to see his kid all the time, but you know now, unfortunately, he can't. Well, they're also charging. They're 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 so right now they're charging the mother, but they're also I haven't seen the updates. They're also charging the father with the with the negligent uh, negligent discharge and the everything in the whole situation. And uh, I think it's a uh, some type of negligent homicide. I, I'm not exactly sure what they phrasing it. Yeah, how they phrasing it. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I know it's not attempted or not. Like, it may be like uh, I don't know if it's first degree, second degree, but whatever they're, they're they're labeling it, they're charging him with it as, as well. How do you feel, Dre, as a father, but as just as a, a black man, as a father, as a person in general, about them charging him when literally he had nothing to do with it except for he was this boy's father? I think he'll probably consider he had nothing to do with it. I think right now it's that spur of the moment and the outcry. You know how people react to shit on the news these days. They just they just react automatically and want to nail everybody to the wall. But if he had nothing to do with it, he didn't live there. It's just convenience. Cause especially after you gotta think, especially after that uh shooting at Oxford where the parents, you know, knew about the boy doing XYZ. Right. So oh, yeah, they, they, to them. they got that heightened sense of awareness. Like, well, shit, we everybody want to make a name for themselves. Just even here, going after the parents. Yeah, like everything is a, a reactionary thing in the world that we live in. Now, everything is reactionary. Yeah, and that, and, and and I, I so I, I talked to somebody. I was telling another um, uh, old school dude, old school head friend of ours, a friend of my family that's um, knows some people and knows, and he says. His opinion, what he believes is going to happen just from, from knowing how worthy he is and stuff and how, you know, and, and you know this from a child, from a child support stand and, and, and stuff, Dre, they, they really don't like to take the, the kids from parents or from, from women, from the mothers. He, what he thinks that they're going to do is because they're charging him, they're going to basically some kind of way railroad him. And I'm I'm using this like this, you know, saying this like this, but basically going to try to convince him to, to own up to it like, hey, it was, you know, his gun or he has something to do, even though <clears throat> take the fall for it. Yeah, basically take the fall for it. Cause let me say this. The gun was hers. 
it was legally registered and it was her legally owned and obtained gun. But this, so that's on her. I'm 100% with you, bro. But he, he's saying that the way the system works and the way, you know, our prosecutors are, that they're going to try to find a way to not take the kid for, I mean, I'm sorry, not punish the mother and punish the father. I think that's BS as well. I think everything falls on, on, on her. But here's where I, I, I tend to like, kind of like believe what he's saying because if, if, if he doesn't live there, he's just the maintenance man of the building. You know, he has his own apartment. He wasn't even around when, the, when it, again, the kid was at home by himself. So if he literally was not around, it wasn't his gun. He was nowhere to be, you know, to be around the situation that like he, he the one pulled her gun out and set it on the bed and then left again or whatever. How is he being charged with anything? So if they're finding a way to charge him with something, I think it's something fishy to it as well that they might try to pull something like that off. Hey, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention to that one because that's that's like that's not like a Tubi story. A good Tubi. No, it I mean, I'm saying sound like a good Tubi. I'm gonna movie. try to look it up and see if I can find it because they they actually interviewed the dad on the news. I think it was on on Channel Two, and he just wanted to tell the story because he he was preaching the gun safety as like he was being the good dad. Like you know, some dudes, man, you know, street dude, go to jail. Get that in the third, but now you got kids, so now you actually really do, you know, rehabilitate and flip your life, and you like, yeah, dog, this shouldn't be done like this, that, and the third. And he was telling them the whole story, like, yeah, I don't, I don't even live there because I can't, because she got a gun, she want to be safe, I ain't mad at her, you know, for having it, for wanting to be safe, blah, 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 blah. But please, please, you know, lock your guns up, get safes, and you know, he was, you know, telling that story and, and wanting other people to know, like, hey, be more responsible about this. You know what I'm saying? And he was remorseful about because again, his son just, just died. But it's like, hey man, it, it's either got to be something to it that they ain't said yet that's got him involved, or they, it, it's a railroad job. It, hey, it hell. We we call customer <laughs> service. It shit up in here. Right, Dub is in the building. Dub is in the building. Dub, we had a technical difficulty over here. Barry yeah. mess some shit. Yeah, shit man, up. something didn't, didn't happen some kind of way. We had man. a good conversation. All of a sudden, it just stopped. It so. just boop boop. Yeah. Damn, Dre, you ain't here. Yeah. Everybody here now, bro. Yeah, man. What, what's they up? They come here like a savior and shit. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But hey, check this out. So all I'm gonna say is, you know, if if you out here, bro, should probably try to get firearms legal protection. If you out here protecting yourself, they will protect you. So look up firearms legal protection. That is, they are one of the affiliates of the Pop Culture Two to Three podcast. Yes, sir. Um, um, I got it. Get it. You need it. If you're carrying it, you need it. Um. Like I said, Dre, we about to wrap it up. Thanks for having you on the show. Everybody, oh, yeah. You know I Jake, Jake, Jake talking shit from the toilet, y'all. You know, he's he, still focused on his toilet, man. You know, cause, cause, you ain't got to come back to my expense. Your legs ain't went to sleep yet. Hey, man, because you deuce crew. He already know how it go. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, motherfucker go home and sit on the toilet like I want to see with Dre all about. I'm going to go sit on the toilet myself. <laughs> right. Right. I did the podcast from the toilet talking talking the shit take, talking shit taking the shit. Talking shit taking talking, the shit. Girl, babe, nobody better be on that toilet when I walk in the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Like I said, Dre, thanks for having thanks for coming on the show, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, wish you could be in person. Yeah. Um like I said before, game recognize game. We recognize you, so please recognize us. We and we out. Yes, sir.